What's up, everybody? Growing up Italian, it's Rocco here today, and we got a couple special guests with us. Sabino, what's going on, brother? Yeah, we. I'm actually, I'm actually very excited about this podcast. We got my good friend Marcello, aka Butch the Kid, here, and we got Marco here from Italian Football TV, which honestly I haven't started following till recently, but I'm absolutely hooked now. Um, my cousin Rocco goes to went to school with him at St. Francis College, my old stomping grounds. Oh wow! And uh, I didn't know that. We were talking about a soccer episode, and originally it was supposed to be me, Butch, um, another friend of mine, and Rocco. And I'm like, Rocco was like, you know what? Let's let's invite my boy. I'm like, who's your boy? And he's like, oh, he runs this Italian football page. So I'm like, where? Right, let me see it. And then I saw. I was like, damn, I didn't know this was even around. But uh, yeah, man, I really appreciate you coming through and uh, kicking with us, dropping some gems on us about doing podcasts and stuff. From what I understand, you got your own podcast going on, correct? Yeah, man. First of all, thanks for having me. Me and Rocco go way back. We connected right away. Both UF fans were like, listen, this is perfect. Um, but no, I, I love your page. I love growing up Italians. It's it's awesome to have like you know Italians giving, giving some love out there. And there's not enough of it, so I really like that you guys did this. And yeah, you, you have me on your podcast, so it's perfect. Can't wait to get into some of this stuff. Yeah, absolutely. We got a couple of things lined up for you. Butch, like, make yourself heard. I'm excited. I'm excited. Can't wait to share some stories uh, about soccer and growing up Italian with you guys. You got it, brother. And uh, before we get into anything, I just want to talk about Marco a little bit. Just introduce you guys to him. So some of you, I'm, I'm sure, follow him, Italian Football TV. He's got a Facebook page, a Twitter page, an Instagram, and he's just launching his own website, uh, selling some merch. So Marco, you know, shout out to you. Thanks, You're bro. doing great things. I'm happy for you, man. Thank you, thank you, thank you. This all started, what, like freshman year of college? Yeah, um, a little bit later, like end of sophomore into junior year. But I, I had a Twitter account where I was like handling this kind of stuff. Since I was like in high school, like yeah. junior junior or high school, but time will see. It's a passion. It's know? a pa- listen. It's a lifestyle. That's it. Doesn't yeah, feel like that. Definitely turned into a lifestyle for you. Yeah. I remember we were in college and you were like, "Yo, bro, check out my YouTube page." I was like, "All right, I'll check it out." You get Italian football TV, a small page, a hundred subscribers. Yeah, yeah, I was yeah. Like, now this guy's <laughs> pretty funny. I like him. I like what he's doing right now. And you started with a goal to get steady out bigger. Is that correct? Yeah, hundred percent. Our our motto is connecting the world to culture. So, what what's I noticed recently from the time I was like, before Italy won the World Cup, before that whole Juventus scandal, all that, City A had the best players in the world. We had Kaká, Ronaldinho, even before that, um, Ronaldo Phenomenon. We had everybody. Beckham at a point. Like Did we had yeah. every great defenseman, everybody, Zidane. We had the league. We man. had everybody. Like we were. You know, the English Premier League. Yeah, exactly. And, uh, you know, the Spanish League and won. And now, really, teams don't spend money. I was actually looking up salaries of players. And, like, the highest paid player in Italy is $7.5 million. Like, it's Donnarumma, uh, Dabiala. We have a couple of guys. but Dabiala. Dabiala. You're killing me, bro. <laughs> <laughs> you bet this fans. Italian. Yeah. Dabiala. <laughs> <laughs> nah, so Marco, like, I'm sure you know more than us about this, especially since it's your expertise. What do you think led to the decline with Serie A in general? Um, I mean, like with everything, I think it was just a series of, like, bad decisions that the people at the top of our organization were making and a lot of short-term problems. The one thing I keep saying after – listen, so 
the World Cup, right? Italy in the World Cup right now, right? What what happened with us with Sweden, right? Okay, yeah, yeah. Embarrassing. I was in I was in Sweden for that first match. Oof. Yeah. Miss. Really, really bad. So my sister lives in Sweden, so I was like, all right, yeah, I'm going to Sweden to see you, but me and my dad were like, yo, we're going to watch the game. Um Listen, I, and the theme that's been on my mind is that the fish rots from the head. And I just think all the guys in our organization at the top, all they care about is saving some money and whatever keeps their best friends in charge over there. So I think those kind of mistakes have, have led our downfall and also just not adapting to reality of where things are. You know, there's no, there's not even um, an account, an official Serie A account in English yet. Think about how crazy that is. Venezia. Serie B team has an English page, but our Serie A doesn't. It's mental. Yeah, it's, it's crazy. Ridiculous. It doesn't work like that. What uh, what did I want to say? Um, I don't know what they're waiting for. Soccer is like such a growing sport like around the world. You they know, don't want to like, spend money, man. What you, were say, what you were just saying about they don't want to spend money. Yeah. The thing is, I don't know if it's so much they don't want to spend money. It's that they want to make money. Like, look at Napoli when they sold Cavani. Sold Iguain. Did they really invest that money back after they sold those guys? Yeah, I mean, on a team-to-team basis, it's definitely different. I mean, like, the Serie A, like, as its whole. Um, and fortunately, like you said, you know, we got some good people following our page. And, you know, the community is amazing. There's there's a lot of Serie A fans still, despite how bad our league is. And I got to talk to some people, you know, up high. And trust me, it's a lot worse than it even seems. And, yeah, <laughs> without going into too much detail, listen... It's, it's just so bad, and it's like what you said. Maybe they just want to make a lot more than they want to spend, uh, but I think that the league as whole has no vision. Besides a few clubs in Italy, which are Juventus and Roma, there's no one else who on the media side or on the business side has a good foundation. No, no, they don't have a good uh, a foundation like to really build. I mean, look at Napoli's Twitter account. They're Google translating from Italian to English. It's, it's <laughs> crazy. Some of the stuff, it's so laughable. It's gotten better, but it's super laughable. They just need to improve. That's it. They need to adapt to where it's at now. Then, uh, then somebody from like Dubai just buy AC Milan too, like a couple years ago. From China. 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 From China. That's what I'm saying. And like, Inter. Italians don't own. It's all investment. Well, Juve is owned by Italian owners. Yeah, I know Roma, that. Roma it has an Italian-American owner, James Palotto, who's... Yeah, he's, he gets know. so much shit, but he's amazing. I don't know. Can, he, can I curse on here? Yeah, yeah. Can curse. Okay, yeah. yeah. All right, cool. Yeah, he gets a lot of shit, but he's unbelievable president. And I'm happy now that they're in the semifinals. Everyone's looking at Roma like, wow, look at them. But behind what, what they're doing so good in the semifinals, they have a, such a solid foundation. It's awesome. Yeah, One really, of the few. I'm really happy for Roma. I love seeing Serie A do well. And, you know, I just want to get back to you, Marco, yeah. uh, before we get into more topics that we have, uh, especially with uh, our friend Marcello over here. We got some crazy <laughs> story for you guys. But uh, just tell us a little bit about your page. Like, introduce the page for the people who don't know about it. Yeah. Like I said, our, our motto is, you know, to connect the world to culture. And so it started by um, I was so pissed off looking at other YouTube channels who all they talked about was like the Premier League or La Liga and shit and German League. And I'd be pissed off and be like, talk about the Serie A. You know, I was one of those guys. And and it, it was so such an annoying thing to me that nobody really respected the Serie A. So one day I was on uh, I was on the phone with my with Mike, who's my partner on this. And um, he started loving the Serie A. He's Greek, by the way, which makes it so much better because he's not even Italian and he's obsessed with the Serie A. Shout out to Manolas. That's his BFF. Um, and I got off an hour-long call with Mike and only talking about Serie A. 
And I texted him two seconds later and I was like, yo, that was amazing. I was like, why don't we start a YouTube channel? Like, why don't we start all this? And, um, and it went from that. We started a YouTube channel and we were very stupid. We made so many mistakes. We did so many of the wrong things. We didn't, I remember, I literally remember, remember contemplating making a Twitter account in August or September of 2016. I was like, Man, I had so many followers on my Twitter account. I was like, I don't want to start all over on IFTV. I was like, Twitter's kind of dying. Such a stupid idea. Just keep waiting, waiting, waiting. We didn't have an Instagram really running until like a year and a half ago. And you guys are like, what, 30,000 followers now? How many followers you guys got? Yeah, yeah. Um, Yeah, yeah. On Instagram, it's like 36. On Twitter, it's like 30s. 35 facebook's like 60 i only started following you guys like a week ago and yeah i look at your page a lot and i see that the numbers keep going up because i i pay attention to stuff like that that's what i'm saying like i graduated college with marco we both graduated uh last year of may shout out to saint francis college College, yeah small college big dream (laughs) yeah (laughs) small classrooms oh man so yeah we graduated there and at that point I'm, i'm pretty sure you had like 10k Around then, so me yeah, and Marco were talking. Even. He's like, "Yo, you know, we should just make a collab. You know, even if it's a video." I was like, "Yeah, for sure." You know, obviously we uh, we had a couple of things to do on our own. We're getting busy. You know, he's doing his thing. I'm doing mine. So one thing led to another. I take I blink, and this guy already has like thirty six thousand followers. I'm like, "Wow, you know, he's came out a long way." You know, I give you a lot of credit for what you've done and what you know you're trying to accomplish, and I'm sure you're getting there slowly you, but surely. What what I find dope is that. Uh, like what you said you did that you spoke to your friend about it. We have a group chat called Cacho and it's me, Butch, his nephew Carmine, who's a diehard City A fan. I gotta introduce you to him. Awesome. He goes hard. He's a Juventus. He likes he likes He's a Juventus. I thought he liked Milan, no? No, nah, he, he, he loves Donnarumma though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's good. Come on. But um yeah, he so we were just talking like City amongst ourselves because we don't really have any coverage of it or anything. Like Nothing. It's not like you could go to BN Sports and see City A. Like, Rye might have a couple of minutes here and there, but... It's like it's filmed on, like, a potato, though, yeah. so you can't even, like... Why is it that bad? So, what's pretty cool is oh, that... Geez, what's pretty cool about what we're doing, and, like, um, we, we actually helped get a petition going to get Rye in HD, and it was passed. So, um, Rye's actually going to be... They're going to be mandated to you be... You caused them to get HD? It was... It's not just me. It was a team of people. But, uh, yeah, it was super cool. And we got people to vote... On, to, to sign the petition. And they didn't they didn't give official knowledge that it was. But, um, you know, the guy who started it and us... We, you, could, we, you could definitely add it to the resume, though. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, oh. I, 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 I want to add something, though, to what, what Rocco said, you know, about the numbers. And, like, even when you guys were asking me, like, I didn't even know, like, exactly the numbers. And I don't look at them too much. Um, just cause like the, org- the organic of the followers, you know, there's a lot of people out there, man. I got friends that, that are starting shit, bro. And you're saying, yo, why don't you just buy these followers? Why don't you just, bro, that shit is such bullshit. And it's, I, I think that's one of the things that I like more than the numbers is just seeing people interact, getting those DMs from, I mean, we get some insane DMs from people like, yo, like I, me and my no, no watch your, our videos together. And it's like the thing that connects us. Yeah, yeah, you change people's lives. We we got a message from this kid who DMs us. He's like, "Listen, man, I get bullied in high school, and like, I come home and watch your videos, and it's the only thing that makes me no, smile every day." And I look at him like, "Yo, dude, we're just talking about soccer. Like, we're talking about some football on here." That's like, really amazing. So that's that is way more important. Anyone who's thinking about starting something, the number means nothing. Like, literally nothing. Like, what you guys are doing before Italians is so much worth more than having a million followers to some bullshit. 
I, I don't I can't think of some food thing that yeah. you don't even give a shit about. Yeah, you know, you guys are. <laughs> I, I'm not calling anyone out. No, no, no. But honestly, honestly, even if you had. 3,000 real followers who love what you did. You're talking about freaking bocha. I don't know. Like, that's so much worth more than a million fake people who don't really care. So, that, that's the one thing that I would say about that, about the numbers. We don't even think, honestly, the numbers are just um, a byproduct of what we love to do, basically, without sounding cheesy. <laughs> uh, Marco, thank you for that. Uh, let's get right into some of the things we wanted to talk about now. And, Sabino, I know you and Butch went to Brazil. What was it? Brazil. Brazil, 2014, right? Yeah, we went. Tell us to, about that. Yeah, we went. Um, honestly, the way that whole process went down was crazy. Um, I remember in a group chat one day, I was like, "Yo, you guys want to go watch a game in Brazil, like an Italy game?" The was, same like, cultural, the same cultural group chat. You know, yeah. it was, it well, pretty much, pretty much, we went. I gotta get but in that one. One of us, one of us didn't wanna. One of a, your nephew didn't want to go. My nephew, I don't know if he, I don't remember if he couldn't go because I think he was trying to apply for a job or something like something like that. But he couldn't go. And I just remember, I, like, I remember putting in the application for it. All I know is I sent you my passport, yeah. and then like three weeks later, he's like, "Yo, we won." I'm like, "What?" He's like, "Yo, we're gonna go to the World Cup," and I like. That's the what, best way to make what, it happen. What happened was, history. it's it's oh, yeah. crazy because I went to FIFA.com and there's a whole like section to apply for tickets. And for USA tickets, it was really hard to get it. Like, the availability was very hard. But for, like, the the Italy games, it was very easy. So, I'm like, you know what? I'm going to just apply for, like, the best seats, see what happens. So, I needed all my friends, like, passports. They're, like, the passport numbers, their names, their birthdays. Where they, like, a whole thing for everybody. So, I'm like, all right, whatever. And I'm like, I told them, listen, I applied. I put my credit card on file. We'll see what happens. One day, I'm just I get a notification from Chase. This money's been taken from your account from FIFA. So I was like, "Yo, it's it's happening." That's awesome. So we got an email, and we had to actually when we landed in Brazil, we didn't have tickets yet. We had to go to like a desk, which were in every city, and we got the tickets with our names on them. Yeah, I think it was if I remember, it was a FIFA center in each city, each city that had a stadium. And you had to go there, show your passport, and uh, pick up your tickets. And even that was a process because they weren't giving out tickets to everybody. The locals were trying to buy the tickets off oh us because they God. couldn't go. How much were tickets to uh, like an Italy game? And I know you guys didn't only go to Italy games. But no, like, we only went to Italy games. You only went to Italy games? Fuck. We went to the Costa Rica game. Oh, my God. And we went to the Uruguay game. And we had tickets if they would advance. So... Yeah. We could have watched Italy versus Colombia if Suarez didn't bite us. I think I think the face value for the tickets was maybe like one seventy, maybe one eighty. Nah, it was probably less. less. Really? Less. That's good. I mean, you got it to get to Brazil. Yeah. yeah. Which is like, well, we that, were... that trip. That trip started what was a twenty-two day, four-city tour of Brazil. Really? To we took three like, flights in Brazil. Yeah. To see to go to different um, different stadiums, and then we. From two, we went to two games. We went to obviously we went to the stadium, and then one one game we saw at the Fan Fest. We saw the USA and Portugal, Portugal game at Fan Fest, which was ridiculous. It was uh, Ronaldo? I remember. I think sent the cross. Yeah, the in. header or something. What was the score? The I don't remember the score of that one, game. Huh? Yeah, Portugal went two to no. Portugal beat USA. Yeah, I remember yeah. watching this game. I don't remember the score. I remember Ronaldo had like a crazy goal, like always, and. Oh. I, I just remember that game. There was a million people there. 
Yeah, I remember, everybody, I remember us going crazy. All right, for each and every one of you here. Ronaldo, love him or hate him? Go one by one. Me? Yeah. I, I respect how incredible he is, but I don't, after this week, after what happened last week, I don't like the way that he dives and cries and does all this shit. He's such a good player. I don't think he needs to do that. I just don't like the example that it sets for a lot of kids watching to throw themselves on the floor. So you're basically saying he's a LeBron James of soccer. <laughs> I don't know too much about basketball. I don't know basketball. <laughs> guys, did you see the, Did you guys see Bayern Madrid? I, I, I was watching it, but not, not that closely. I saw, I saw obviously, Madrid 1-2-1. There, there was a play, right, where um, Ronaldo dribbled Benatia. Not Benatia, what am I saying? Boateng. Boateng. And um, I thought... This a long time ago. No, what do you mean? Two days ago, Wednesday. last week. Okay, okay. Um, and he, he went through him. We thought it was going to be a foul. Everyone said foul. The referee said no. Ronaldo threw himself. No yellow card. Then later, oh, later on, later on into the game, later on into the game, Ronaldo has a ball coming over the top, stops it. He says with his chest, referee calls for a handball. He shoots, he scores. Referee says no, no, no handball. And Ronaldo screams, no, no, it's my chest. He didn't get a yellow card there either. My the thing that I hate is just that kind of stuff. I'm just like, yo, you're such a good player. You don't need to be arguing. You don't need to be cheat. You don't need to throw yourself. That's the thing. All the great players ever get those calls though. It's always, true. always special treatment. That's what, listen always. on Italian TV. Pandev he even said he's like the referees are too scared to give calls against like big players. So he posted that. Like yo, because it's tr- it, it is the truth. No one wants to say it. And like like when we go back to like you know why we do what we do is because if you check Fox or you check all these English commentators or American commentators, they don't talk they don't talk about that at all. You know, all they talk about is just oh my god, Ronaldo, look how he took his shirt off. I was watching the BPL coverage. After um, it was it was what what was it? BBC's coverage of um, Juve and Real Madrid. They didn't talk once if it was a penalty kick. They said, "Look how Ronaldo took his shirt off. Look how he he hit the penalty into the top corner." So it's just that kind of shit always bothers me. What about you guys? Love him or hate him? Uh, I kind of hate him. Let me be honest with you. Just for the reasons that you said. Listen, Rocco, I respect- Rocco was struggling with that answer. I just want you to know that. <laughs> I never hate it's because I hate to say that I hate him. You know? Exactly. It's like you know, everybody says, "Oh, hate is a strong word," but. I, I, I don't know. I as a player, him. as a player. We don't know him as a person. Yeah, as a player, I hate him. Yeah. He's talented. We all get that. We know what he's capable of. He's it's just like you said, what he does on the field, that it's just way too much. You know, you have such high caliber and skills. What's the point of doing what you're doing? Theatrics. He's very theatrical. Yeah, it's plays. like he needs an acting job after yes. his career is over. What about you? I mean, I like him better than Messi. Wow. <laughs> a lot better. <clears throat> I'm, I'm Team Padawin over here. Forget Ronaldo and Messi. I like Mohamed Salah right now a lot. He's a, he's a good guy. I like him. You know what I liked about him is that he when he scored the two goals and had two assists against Roma, class, he wasn't even he didn't even cheer. He's yeah. like, you guys, I played for you guys. I'm not even going to celebrate. But then when he's his teammates scored, he's like celebrating his teammates' goal, which yeah, he's class. shows a lot of class. And he's a hell of a fucking player, man. I, I said on our podcast... Um, we we're talking about Salah for Ballon d'Or, right? At this point, you know, there's no World Cup, no Champions League yet, but whatever. And I said that I hate how how nice of a person Salah seems to be because it's so hard to say that you don't like the guy. Like he's an incredible player, and I respect that at least him. He's got some dignity to everything that he does, and he's been do- he did that at Fiorentina. He did that. Um, he does it. He did it in Chelsea. He did it in Rome, and he's doing it over there for Liverpool. So credit to the guy. He deserves everything because he's a great player. All right, so Butch, love or hate Ronaldo. 
I got to be honest, man. I, I love him, man. I think he's nasty. I, I respect his greatness. You know, I love sports, and, and when it comes to soccer, like, a lot of people argue that Messi's better because he's undersized, but... If you look at prototype, like Ronaldo's the prototype soccer player you want. He's especially when he plays He's that wing. You know? Ronaldo got yeah. more hardware than Messi. In my opinion, Ronaldo's more clutch than Messi by a lot. I, I, what I always like, I was always like you. I, I agree with right. you, Butch. I was always, I remember my sister doesn't like Ronaldo at all. And then when Portugal was in the Euros, she's like, I hate Ronaldo. He's such a, he cries. He does this. I was like, why do you hate him? I was like, I respect him. He's such a good player. Um, he's a winner. He motivates his teammates, all that shit. But like after the past few weeks, like I've just lost a lot of respect for him. But either way, incredible. I agree with you that he's definitely greatness. For you guys, I have to agree. The Juve, what he did at the end of that Juve game, uh, I mean, it took a little, took a little hit to me. I, like I don't like him as much. I felt like he did dive, yeah, but that's why he got the call. You know, that's what he's supposed to do. Yeah. Can't blame him, I guess. But you see, look, he's teaching his teammates. Vasquez, the guy gets two hands on him. But but then it goes the other way in uh, Bayern Real and uh, wasn't called. So that's a, that's a shit I don't like. But All right, we mentioned World Cup. Let's get back to it. Marco, I know you're an Italian-American. Is that correct? Yes. All right. You're full Italian? I'm not even sure. Yeah, yeah, both my parents, yeah. Okay, so come World Cup time, let's no. say this is... <laughs> uh, I know where this one's going. Fuck. <laughs> come World Cup time, we got two nations, obviously... Uh, for simplicity reasons, I'll just say they're not playing each other. Who do you root for, uh, USA or Italy? Oh, Italy. That's easy. That's easy for me. We're gonna yeah. get slack. Dun, dun, dun. Marcho Marcello's older than all of us, so I mean, I know he was watching soccer. He's f- you're four years older than me, so correct. You probably got to see got one to see World one, Cup. One more World Cup than you. <laughs> so, but um, I remember just being like. I'm not going to say I remember 94 because I was four years old, but I remember 98 vividly. 90, 94 for me was the one that like put put soccer like on the map. It was here. You know? Yeah, it was here. Yeah. I'll, I'll never forget, like I was 94, I was maybe seven. So I, I remember the reason why I liked it was my brother and dad were going to Foxborough to go see Italy. And I'm like, what, what are you talking about? What, what game? Like, And they went there and I saw pictures. And obviously from that moment on, like I always was intrigued by soccer and I followed Italy. So that was always my first love of the Italians, I have to say. No disrespect to USA. <laughs> but, Italy, you know, I would always root for Italy first because that they put the soccer ball in my head. You know, that, that's where I learned to watch soccer, you know. And I, 94, I remember, I just remember just that. I, I remember us not winning. I know that. <laughs> my dad has some hard, deep scars over that one. Morocco and I weren't is even that, born yet. But. Yeah. Is that when Baggio missed? Yeah, 94 is when Baggio Yeah, 94 is when Baggio missed the penalty. Best player on our team. Chokes in the, the biggest stage. Do you think that's yeah. the best Italian we ever had? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if you ask offensively, if you ask our partner on on my podcast, Antonio, he'll he'll scream that Cassano is the best, <laughs> just because he's crazy and he's from Body. But for me, but I mean, it's so hard to say because we didn't even see Bod Rocco. Like we didn't grow up. We grew up with like Del Piero Totti. But listen, you got to respect the guy. You know, Maldini, Baggio. We had incredible players. Not like today. Offensively, Maldini was my favorite soccer, like my first yeah. favorite soccer player. Makes sense. Baggio's definitely the best time player, offensively ever. With with a lot of respect too. You see how we're talking about Ronaldo? We're talking about Messi. Like you never heard anything from Baggio. You know, very simple guy. Did it very extremely classy. He, you know, he's a Buddhist, right? Really? Did you know that? Yeah, I, I met him a few years ago actually. Wow. Funny story. This this kid this kid I went to high school with. His mom is Buddhist. This kid's Italian. He's Italian Native American. Wow. 
su- crazy mix, super rare. And um, his mom is a Buddhist living in Milan, and she's full Italian. Roberto Baggio's a Buddhist, and at that time there was not a lot of Buddhists in Italy, so they all met together. I don't know if it's a church. I don't want to say the wrong terminology, but they met together in their ca- in their like religious vicinity. Exactly, exactly. And um, he told me some awesome stories about how Baggio like. You know, he walks the street. When I met him, this guy, when I said I wanted a picture with him, he's like, you want a picture with me? Like, he was so in shock, humble as ever. Some random people just saw him on the street taking pictures. Extremely happy to do it. Um, class of a guy, for sure. That's that's like when we met Canovato. It's it's crazy because we uh, when we were in Brazil, we were worried about what we were eating because my friend <laughs> that we were with was, like, obsessive over, like, eating good food there. So he would like look up the craziest restaurants, and he'd bring us to go eat there. So I remember we were at like this Brazilian steakhouse, and I don't know if you've ever been to a churrascaria, yeah, but the, the meat comes to your your uh, table. You get but the then bu- don't forget you get the button, <laughs> green, <laughs> green, green or red. We keep it on green keep around green, here. Keep that green. And, oh uh, yeah, 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 yeah! I love then, that. It's awesome. This, like the salads and sides and stuff are like a buffet style. So I'll never forget, I'm going to get some sides. And my friend just looks to me and goes, that's Cannavaro, bro. No <laughs> way. Are you kidding me? I just look and I'm like, yo, that's Cannavaro. Are you serious? <clears throat> so I'll never forget, like, we were at the table over to them. I could not stop staring. It was a coach of our, the uh, Arsenal's manager, oh, yeah, Wagner. Arson Wagner. Wagner. Yeah, Wagner. There was an old player for Argentina there. The bold guy with the... Uh, Cambiaso. Nah, not Cambiaso. I know Cambiaso. Batistuta. Nah, nah. It was... It, he was on the Argentinian national team before, like, back in the day, like, yeah, 02, 06. All I remember also was Christian Vieri was there, and he oh. he was one of my favorite soccer players. Yeah, he was... Oh. Well, yeah, Inter, po, so... Po, but I don't but, have nice things to say about yeah, him. He was, so, he was a douche. Oh, really? <laughs> we, were, we were, like, kind of hanging around, whatever, and as we're leaving... There, they started leaving, so I'm like, "Yo, let's let's slow up a little bit," you know. So we get outside. I'm like, "Canavaro, tuzi un mayore, like, campione." You know? I'm like, "Thanks for the World Cup." And then he took a picture with us, and we asked Vietti after, "Oh, can you take a picture with us?" Like, "Oh, picture, picture, picture." Yeah. Photo, photo, photo. Semo vanno una foto. No, we were heartbroken <laughs> because he was probably like two thousand pictures in at that point. You know, you guys now, caught him at the wrong. Now, nah, real talk, I think I really think he was just faded. Like that, yeah. he, he looked kind of twisted that night. So I think he just. <laughs> I mean, have you heard the stories about Bobo and his partying? He's awesome. Yeah, he, he looks like it. Oh, a hundred percent. Have you ever followed him on social media? Uh, this guy is. He could be like the. I feel like him and Gianluca Vacchi. They need to like meet up. They probably do. For all I know, it's funny. We posted a picture of Bobo today, and someone from Being Sports, K Murray, she said, "I just showed Bobo this goal, this this picture, and it was a picture. He's like, oh my god, it looked terrible, or something like that." So this guy, he keeps in shape though over in Miami. He's always taking Insta stories. Like I'm running four miles today. If I'm, it's lives, funny. He lives in Miami. Right? Yeah, yeah. He works for Being. Yeah, he's 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 still he's still one of my favorite soccer players ever. But I remember we were trying to find Del Piero bed. Like we were on we were on, we were at Rio on Copacabana Beach Strip, and we were walking. And then my friend saw Del Piero post like a picture on. So we were just like no. going up and down yeah, looking, we for were looking for him. Yeah. He's a diehard Juventus fan. I don't know. So yeah. he's like Del Piero's got him. If you ask him, Del Piero's the best soccer player ever. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. My, my, my. Funny enough, my confirmation name is Alessandro. 
I think you could guess why. <laughs> don't don't tell the nuns. The nuns were like, you need to put it after a saint or something. I was like, yeah, Saint Alex. <laughs> to me, he was a saint. So Del Piero, Del Piero is amazing. He was a, he's actually we the first video on our channel is an interview with Del Piero when he was here in New York. I actually, I can't believe that too. It's it's literally the first interview I ever even did. Like so it was. I wasn't even nervous at that. I was nervous before, but I just wanted to make it happen. He was at Steve Nash's charity, like, showdown in Chinatown, which happens every year. Sources say that Buffon is going to be there this year. So keep your eyes peeled, anyone in New York. Maybe Buffon's coming. I have my – so my partner, Mike, um, we were invited to this uh, media coverage of, of, the, of Steve Nash's charity tonight. So he's over there in the city, and I said, listen, go find out if Buffon is coming to, to uh, next, next, uh, next month over here to play. So hopefully he comes. When, uh, when we were in Brazil, we got pretty close to, uh, like, Buffon, Pirlo, all those guys. But, uh, well, before the Ur- Uruguay game – we were staying like five minutes from Italy's hotel and Uruguay's hotel. So before the game, we uh, took a cab over to the hotel and we're just waiting. And we were like the first four fans there. There was like one guy and then it was just us three. But overall in South America, we did not. there was not a lot of Italy fans out there. So we're like just waiting for them to come out because that was the hotel they were staying at. So... All of a sudden, like, the Italy team bus pulls up. And all of a sudden, like, you start seeing, like, coaches come out. Like, all people in Italia gear coming out of the hotel. So there was this guy from, like, our little... Where we were watching. Because we were, like, on upper level. And then the hotel entrance was below. Mm -hmm. So we're, like, looking at the hotel. And we're seeing, like all these players coming out of their rooms and going to the elevator. And it was like a little worker in a hotel with the ball. And he's just showing ah. us a ball, right? So Buffon, it was like, I don't, I don't remember exactly what but the worker, the worker like sees us standing there like outside looking at, looking at the players and he's showing us this ball. And as each play, like players were coming out one at a time, you know, and literally, you know, we saw Buffon walk down the hall yeah. and, and then we see Pirlo walk down the hall and he keeps showing us the ball each time. And then we're like, yo, we think he's getting signatures yeah, on the yeah, ball. Yeah. So sure enough, right? The whole squad. The though. whole squad comes out. The, the bus loads up. The players drive off. We send them off. And the guy comes down with the ball. With all, every, the whole team's signature on the ball. At, at, this, like, at this point, it's like 60 Italian fans out there, maybe. Yeah, it's like 60. Not more than 100, but. We, we get close to him because we, we're trying to see what's up with that ball. <laughs> My friend, our friend Angelo. It's like, it's like, how much you want for the ball? Uh, <laughs> so we were like basically doing like a live eBay bid with other Italian fans. It was like an auction. This guy didn't want the ball? No, he, he, did, he yeah, was just a worker, so he, he wanted to sell it. He just it. saw the come up, you know? Yeah. So we literally, I don't even know how much I chipped in on the ball, but oh. Angel was like, empty your pockets, yeah, He was bro. like, guys, you got to give me money. You got you to help me out. I got to get this ball. So he got the ball? How much did he how, Yeah, how much did he It was pay? probably like, like 600 reais, which is probably like... 250 USD, right? Something like wow. that? I would say about that. Maybe like, yeah, 200 Maybe a little, maybe $300. That's but then, I think that's worth it. We then, it's more about the memory being yeah, there. Because he's a diehard that's Juventus true. fan. That's so true. he's like, bro, I'm just going with Buffon and Kellini, yeah. bro. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know? yeah, yeah. But, you know, Pirlo's signed that ball, Kellini. That's a good story. That's it was, really that story. was amazing. And then we dropped the ball off at the hotel and then we went back and, and then went we went to the, to the game. game. Because we were broke, we had no money, no money to move around. So, 
We're gonna go back and drop off the uh, the merchandise. Were, were other people bidding at the same time? Yeah. There was this one guy that was pissed. Because who the hell who the hell's carrying seven hundred reais? We like, doubled up whatever whatever the guy's offer was. I remember Angelo doubled it, and then the guy was like, ah, oh, he didn't want to pay that much for it. It was probably like his boy. He told him, he's like, yo, go down there. Just keep upbidding up these guys. <laughs> I got to get this ball. Collusion. Collusion. Yeah. <laughs> the, the one thing about watching the games in Brazil that was crazy, though, just the passion the people there have for soccer. We weren't there when Brazil lost to Germany, but we were like taking a flight from one town to another when Brazil was playing Chile. I'll never forget. Brazil is one of the poorest countries in the world. And every cab, every car had TVs in there with the games on. I'll never forget that. So, like, we're watching the Brazil versus Chile game on our way to our hotel. And, like, you see Brazil, like, you know, counterattack, going for a goal. And everybody going, ooh, like, as you're driving, yeah. you're hearing everybody's reactions. Like, the whole country stopped. Yeah, like, like to just ch- chime into what you said, the whole, you literally, as you're driving in the streets, you literally hear the echoes of the radio or the TV broadcast. Of what's of going on, you know? It. That is unbelievable. And what's funny is, as, as to touch base with you, so as broke as Brazil was, that was the first country I went to where the cab drivers had TV in the dash playing the game live. Like, I, I'm, I'm America, we live here. I've never seen anybody have live TV going, but in Brazil. 2014. Yeah, in Brazil, they had they, every, every cab driver had the game on in the cab. They have their priorities straight. That's all I know about Brazil. <laughs> they love their soccer. Yeah, it's just adjusting to the World Cup, you know. Uh, I can't believe they got the bid for that, to be honest with you. Listen, Brazil is the home of football. I mean, yeah, when you think Brazil, you think who? Not not the not the home. They just got very good soccer players. <laughs> I wouldn't call it the home. But I mean, I I don't know. I know my dad is like he's obsessed with Brazil just because you know you could walk in the street and I'm sure you guys saw how many kids are just playing in the sand with no shoes with nothing. You know, over here in America we have everything. You have all this gear. You ever see a hockey player? These kids they got so much gear they're not half the half as good just because of the passion that the Brazilians have. They play with nothing. Thing. So for them, it's like that's why it's I love that blacktop barefoot in that's the summer all day, all day long. Seen them play all day long. Happy, that's why happy. that's why soccer is so popular though, because you don't need a glove, a mid, a this, a that. You just need a ball. It's a game of the poor. That's what it is. A ball and some boundaries. That's it. Yeah, I mean, our families. Everyone who was in Italy, I'm sure that they. I mean, I remember my dad used to tell me, he's like, I had one pair of shoes and they were supposed to be for church. He remembers the day he got them white, white shoes. And his mom, my grandma told him, do not wear these shoes to go play football. I mean, I said, how is I not going to go play? He's like, I got new shoes. I'm going to go play football with them. So he went in the streets first day, completely black soles came off. uh, And he said he got a beating when he got home. And then he would just have to play with nothing. What's crazy. You go to these countries like that, you know. And then you come to America. We have literally anything imaginable. We have nice cleats. Yeah. We have all the gear fields. you want. Yeah, exactly. We have the most beautiful fields. But then you look at the MLS and you're like, yo, like, what's going on over here? Why don't Americans just have passion for soccer as much as other countries? Okay, let me ask you guys something. We all love soccer, football, whatever the hell you want to call it over here. <laughs> How many MLS games have you watched, Butch, this season? Uh, this season, yeah, not, this season. not many, Give especially not that Pirlo's gone. Give one, one, one. If that. Yeah, honestly, this season zero. How many of you? Yeah, zero as well. Zero. 
Isn't that crazy that we, we're here talking about football <laughs> for 40 minutes so far, and none of us have watched an MLS game? MLS game. Says I, something. I've watched, like, Pure Little Live for NYCFC once. Yeah. And I watched uh, when Toronto played NYCFC Giovinco. once. Yeah. Jovinko, yeah. yeah. I see the highlights, though. You catch the highlights. Right. And, yeah, he's balling out. Yeah, he, he leads the league in goals best, all the he's time. He's the best in the league. He's, I think he's going to have some competition with Zlatan this season. This year, by probably, yeah. Still, he's the best. Listen, you know, MLS, you know, they do get a large amount of viewers, but it definitely could be better. I have to say, like, as soccer enthusiasts, as we all watch it, like, the one thing, my issue with MLS, like, I, I, why I don't like watching it is the technique. You know, like, there's no, I feel like there's just no technique when, when you yeah. watch MLS play. It's, it's just like an all-out Trying to score, like kick yeah, the ball yeah. open guy and everybody shoot for the net. Very you know? aggressive. Like, very aggressive. I think they lack coaches. It's like, they lack se- coaches. it's like Serie B style, you know? Just- eh, Serie B's pretty fun, man. I gotta be honest. I've seen more Serie B than I have MLS. <laughs> Italians like thrive themselves on on defense, you know? Like that's how, that's how each, team is, set yeah, pieces. Each, each team is built. Spain, I would say more like set pieces, control the midfield, you yeah. know? Like 100%. break you down. America, what are we? <laughs> Get as quick to the commercial as possible. Just terrible to watch, man. My eyes hurt. <laughs> now nah, I'm with you. The only game I'm going to watch is, well, not the only game. I have a, a friend who's actually the coach of the Portland Timbers right now, a guy I grew up with. Uh, Joe, Yo, you, got, you got connects for days, bro. <laughs> yeah, this guy. He's, he's, to Giovanni Savadesi. He's, he's an Italian, Italian-Venezuelan. He's from the area. He's from uh, Queens. And he played for the Metro Stars. He's the coach. He just got the job. He was the coach of the Cosmos. Now he just got the, the job over there. But the game I want to see, I want to see Zlatan against Jovinko. Now that's going to be a game to watch. Yeah, that one we'll watch. That's going to get some viewers. Yeah. Good players. That's why. That's, that's funny you mentioned that. Because uh, I remember... MLS didn't really get known until what Beckham when he came here. Yeah, came am, am I like right on that? Pele had like that. You know, came here. Pele, Pele yeah, of course, the Cosmos. Yeah, yeah. Pele, Pele. Yeah, he was the first. Towards the end of his career. Yeah, towards the end of his. That's career. when everybody comes though. That's, the that's it. I mean, <laughs> that's the problem. When, <laughs> when Pele, when the money's out, let's go there. When, when <laughs> there's a couple of Italian players that came too. Kinalia. Kinalia was a big one. He played for the Cosmos. Did Baggio come too? Mm. No. no Henri, I, well, he's not Italian, but Henri yeah. came from yeah, yeah. Like, right the Red Bulls. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember, yeah. That. I remember yeah. him. When Pelé came, from what I've heard from my dad, he always told me we thought that football, soccer was going to like blast right after this. He's like, everyone was saying, now it's the time for MLS, and then it didn't. It never ended. Now they're saying, you know, with Jovinko, with Zlatan, with Kaká, Kaká's still here. You don't hear about him, right. but he's always injured, I think. Kaká's on... Um... Orlando. Orlando yeah. was still playing, surprisingly. Yeah. He was one of my favorite players. Don't, he's all, I don't think Ibra never won a Ballon d'Or, right? No. So Kaká's the only player in MLS with a Ballon d'Or. Yeah. He's, a, he's the last person That's besides Messi and Ronaldo to win a Ballon d'Or. That's oh, crazy. really? Kaká. That's crazy, you bro. You think that hurts soccer? Just the same two, like, every year? It's like, Isn't imagine there? watching baseball and it being Mike Trout and Bryce Harper, like... Every single for, year. for 15 years in a row. Yeah, like, that's kind of like annoying. They're something. the best, though. Listen, Buffon should have won it. Buffon deserved to he win deserved it. it he year. deserved to win it. He, he was the best. Cannavato won it. Cannavato won. Yeah. 2006. That was a beautiful allowed, moment. They, we didn't allow a goal. Yeah. Only goal we allowed was our own goal. Yep. Yeah, and a penalty. Against, against, yeah, and a penalty. That's against it. The barely count. Yeah. They barely count those. Yeah. Penalty and an own goal. Who yeah. did that? Zacardo, bro. I'll never forget. Who was Zacardo? Yeah. Zac- yeah, <laughs> Zaccardo. He didn't even play Zach- a lot, though. No, he didn't play. He never he played. Play a lot, the though. guy came in once. He missed the ball, and he, and he fucking benched yeah. him. He didn't miss the ball. He got it. Yeah, he, yeah. Unfortunately, it would have been better if he missed the ball. He missed the ball. The ball would have got in. 
Oh, I wish I would have. That's the best. I, I love seeing Buffon frustrated because you know there's a reason for him to be frustrated. Take like what happened, was it a week and a half ago with mm. uh, Real Madrid? I can't believe he lost his cool like that. Yeah. <laughs> He's never had. Ne- never. Wrong. Exactly. So, Marco, you, you mentioned, exactly. you know. Yeah. Butch, you, what team do you like? Milanista. Milan? I like AC everybody Milan. but Juve, I think. Yeah. And City, yeah. Here we go. <laughs> I love Juve. Me and Marco are big Juve fans. That's what made us connect. But like Sabino said, everybody, it feels like at this point, just hates Juve. I mean, let's be real here. We Can't won, blame them. We won one, two, three, four, five, six. I'm not even doing the song either. We got <laughs> six Scudettos in a row. That's, that's something to be proud of, you know? And Napoli's coming this year. And, you know, there's a lot more competition, I guess you could say. And everybody just keep, seems like they're on Team Napoli. You know, it's like Juve's versus the world right now. So why does everybody hate Juve? Because, like you said, they won six times in a row. And yeah. nobody likes a team that keeps dominating. Unless you want to be the team that throws them off. That's the only other person. But, you, yeah. I don't hate Juve, but... I want to see Napoli do it. Just because we're two hours from there and they haven't won since they had Maradona. It would be just amazing to see. It's like rooting for the I get it. I get it. Listen, it's a good thing though, Rocco. There are so many people who are on the league right now who are on Serie A. Premier League is done. Premier League has been decided. Germany, Bayern Munich already won. Spain, Barcelona won. France is not a league. So we're the only one who has a, a campionato on right now, which is we're one point away with four games to go. This doesn't happen very often in football. So all my friends who hate Serie A, who do not watch it, are like, yo, what the hell is going on in Italy right now? And what channel do I need to see to watch the game? Or what link do I need to find to watch yeah, the you game? Got, you better off streaming it. <laughs> yeah. Did you, did you guys see the Netflix special of Juventus? Yep. Yeah, I saw it. What did you think it. of it? Um, I thought it was great if you had history of knowing who Juventus are mm-hmm. or or football at least. If you did, I thought it was going to be like a background story. It wasn't a background story. No, it was like a current story. Yeah, kind of thing. I was confused about that. I, I thought it was really good though. It was good. I watched it. I watched all three episodes in one, like my flight to Italy, and I was actually impressed. I was like, wow, this is actually really good. It got picked up again. They're making more. They're making more. It did so Juventus. good. Yep, did so good that that uh. That they're going to continue with that. Yeah, I mean, I, I thought, like, it's just crazy the way, what, uh, Juvent- how big Juventus is in Italy. Like you said, six Scudetto, like, nobody's really done that no one besides them. Five, Inter did five, and no one ever did six. So They're the, they're the Yankees of, uh, yeah, of, of soccer, seriously. But the thing is, the thing is to, to note, and I think... Why everyone should be following Juventus and the model. Like, you can hate them as much as you want, but you got to respect where they went. You know, 2006, 2007, second division in Serie B, losing, you know, money, their players, all this stuff. But, and they're able to, you know, 10 years later to bounce back. Even in, in 2010, they finished se- seventh place two times in a row. The following season, beating Milan, who had Zlatan Ibrahimovic, Thiago Silva, all these players that were supposed to win. Then to win, it's just I think they followed a good model of not selling players, buying smart. You know, Pirlo was a free transfer. Tevez was nothing, and I wish Tevez was insane. For I them. wish I wish a lot more teams followed that. You know what? Uh, that hurt because we got rid of Pirlo and he came to you guys. Yeah. What was amazing? Thanks, bro. You could, you could, I appreciate that one. You can hear that in my tone. Nothing but win. What was amazing? What was amazing about Juve? Though? Except the Champions League. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> what was amazing about Juve though during that time was that. They still had a lot of guys that stayed too. True. They even went down with them. Like Buffon stayed. 
Del Piero. Del Piero Camorenesi. Yeah. I think that's it. There might have been one. And, and yo, yeah, Nedved. Yeah, of course. Chiellini and, like, Marquisio, like, sprout out of nowhere because of shit like that, you know? Which is cool. That's loyalty, bro. We don't have that kind of loyalty in football right now. Bro, whoever pays the biggest the biggest money, PSG, Man City. Yeah. My God. That's why I'm happy. I was so happy when PSG got knocked out of the Champions League. Yeah. I was celebrating I like crazy. That. I love seeing that. Yeah. Get the it's hell like out of here. I love seeing you get knocked off. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> all right, you know this was going to come up in conversation eventually. 2018 World Cup. What What are oh. we doing now that Italy's not in there? Oh, wait, what? What are we talking about? 2018 World Cup this year. What's that? What's the World Cup? <laughs> yeah, yeah, really. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what you guys are talking about. Never heard of it. That's what it feels like, <laughs> at least. What a shame. Without Italy and the U.S. not in, I'm really lost. Like, Get this. I don't want to hear it. It's, I, okay, so we're all Italian-American, right? Yeah. My partner's Greek. No... Italy, Greece, and America are all out of the World okay. Cup. Everybody's out. Man. I feel like a lot of good nations are out. Like, is Switzerland in? Switzerland is in. Uh, um, Chile. There's one. Uh, Chile is not in. Holland is not. Chile is the not. Dutch, that's what surprised me. The, the Dutch have been bad for yeah, years. They, they, they steadily declined. After that 2010 final. Since, yeah. since Robin. All their guys really retired. Yeah, Schneider. All I know is Forza Iceland. That's the yeah, team yeah, I'm going for. Exactly that's it, man. Yeah. 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 Viking. You went to Iceland? Yeah, I went to Iceland. Um, I actually got engaged in Iceland. What the? Yeah, Damn. Congratulations, my man. Yeah, congrats, man. Yeah, they're nice people, man. Beautiful country. Big shout out to them, though. They deserve it. They're like so hyped. So ecstatic that they're in the World Cup. Hundred, what do they have? A hundred thousand population. <laughs> That's what I'm for Rocky Ryan. A hundred k, hundred k population. Yeah. Right. We could learn. Italy could learn from the passion and dedication that these guys put into playing some football. Say what you want about their skills. I know some of them are like engineers on the side <laughs> and shit. Listen, but they fought when they this were qualifying. Is, this is a whole nother episode, but it's Italy's own fault for not not advancing. Just the players we were playing and stuff like. Insignia didn't play. Jorginho didn't play. We're playing. We're not. We're not playing the right players. Like it's time to start these young guys. You know, like Buffon's over. Like Donnarumma should have been playing those. I don't agree with that. I don't agree with that. <laughs> Buffon's the only top player that we had. Yeah. I, listen, I'm not, I don't mean to take it out on Buffon, but you get what I'm saying. Like these young guys should have been playing those games. Nah, I understand I what you mean by that. It's just like what Marco said in the beginning of the podcast. It all starts with the top. You exactly. know. And uh, I, I forgot who our manager was. Ventura, bro. Ventura. I hate hearing Stupid. that name. <laughs> no, it's better you forgot. I remember us just leading up to that one-game playoff. We were, like, aching for this guy to just get out and get somebody else. Because we knew what he was doing was damaging to our nation. And not only that, now we can't even watch the 2018 World Cup, where you wait four years for in 2014. You're like, oh, I'll, I'll just see the 2018. They'll get another shot. We got some good talent up. Uh, we got Belotti. We got these young guys coming up that... You know, I'm not, off the top of my head, I can't name right now, but I know a whole bunch. And it's frustrating as an Italian-American to not see your own nation and club, not club, but your own nation in there. Dude, that's what I was saying about the players. Like, it's not about the players because Conte in 2016, what he did with that Euro team, yeah. going head-to-head with Germany, 180 minutes of battling and losing in the penalties with Giaccherini, yeah. Eder, and Graziano yeah. Pelle. Yeah. Giaccherini. Giacchettini played his ass off right there. Listen, but that's what we're lacking. We didn't have that leader. I was I was literally 10 feet away from Ventura in Sweden. This guy is the most negative person in the world. First two minutes, you remember when Belotti missed the header? 
Ventura takes his takes something, he throws it on the floor. Oh my god, this guy he misses. He has no he didn't inspire belief. He didn't say, guys, come on, we got this. We could do this again. Conte, I know that he'll smack that guy in the in the locker room. I like Conte a lot. Conte is one of my favorite coaches in the world. He's a leader, he knows how to lead. And my favorite of all time will never change. When we won that two thousand six World Cup. Marcello Lippi. Yeah, that he just he was the man. Honestly, he's my favorite. That's a goal. He, he was he was good with that group of guys though. He knew how to, he knew how to put in the subs. What, that's what out though, Leepy, we posted a quote when it was his birthday. I don't remember if he turned turned sixty or seventy. Now I feel bad that I don't remember. Probably seventy. Yeah, <laughs> right. Or, or seventy something. Um, and he said he's like, listen, it's not it's not about putting the best players all together. It's about finding all the best players who work the best together. He said in two thousand six, I left off a lot of guys who were better than some of the players that I started, but I knew I was making a winning team. And I think that's what Ventura screwed up on. And I think that's exactly what Conte did the best. That's yeah, like the Gattusos and the Camarnesis. Like those are guys that you might not think of every day, but in the they midfield the, they were they do beasts the hard that, work. Yeah, they do the hard work. In the mix. You need a mix. And I think that was the perfect team. And that will forever be the greatest year of my life, that 100%. 2006 World Cup. I'll yeah, never man. forget it. And what happened here in Brooklyn, everybody yeah. was going nuts. That's when you knew the Italians were here. Yeah, I remember that. smile on their face yeah. right now, guys. For, for like two months straight. Hey, <laughs> we have four stars. <laughs> I remember when people, like, they don't even watch soccer. All of a sudden, oh, yeah. they're like... Azuri! Like, Whoa! Where'd you come from, buddy? <laughs> They're all welcome, though. The more the merrier. And Marco, you know, keep doing great things with your page, man. I'm glad you're raising more awareness for Asedia. You're getting it more, way more popular than it's ever been. And, you know, hope you continue to do that. Stay in touch with me, of course. Butch, thanks for coming along, man. Appreciate everything My you pleasure. said. <laughs> Shout out to, uh, we have, I think we have like three engineers here tonight. <laughs> we got Michaela, Tony, and Luca. Yeah, Michaela, she's decided to take a, she know, you know Michaela from the Corner of Italian page. I hope you would know her by now. But uh, yeah, she took a step back from this one because she's not too uh, enthusiastic yeah, about soccer. We got to make you a Juve fan. She's like, yeah, you boys handle it out. And, you know, thanks again for coming out, guys. We really do appreciate it. Of course. Thanks for having me. Pleasure. Good luck with the page, guys. Mark, yeah, you man. Too. Thank you, Brian. Now, I want to I give you guys one second, a little shout out, because I really appreciate what you guys are doing with Growing Up Italians. Honestly, I, I think that pages like yours, as little as it seems to really do something like this, it's it's so important to the, the culture of Italians. You know, the Internet's where our oxygen is today. Mm-hmm. And just to have that kind of presence and to be doing it every single day, you guys and a lot of others who do it, um, I think that you guys, I know how much hard work goes on behind the scenes. And it doesn't seem like it seems like, oh, you just post on that social media. But listen, shout out to you guys, everyone who's watching. Rate this podcast for them because uh, they do a lot of work behind the scenes to make this happen. And uh, so I just want to appreciate you guys for that, too. Thank you. We appreciate yeah, that. Thank you, Marco. Definitely uh, means a lot. Uh, so can we all agree that we're going for Iceland this year? For yeah. Iceland. For Iceland. For Iceland. <laughs> Right. We gotta get that little clap before this. Let's go, clap. Clap. Let's go. Let's go. Have a good night. Bono. Ciao, ciao. Bono.